A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to issue 143 of Top Stories, covering episode 166 of The Bugle. I am Andy Zaltzman. Remember when Colonel Muammar Gaddafi was alive? Well, in August 2011, it was pretty easy to do that, as, well, he was still alive, just. This is Bugle 166, with John Oliver in an episode of The Bugle entitled Gaddafi's Last Bugle? Top story this week, Gaddafi's last stand, and Gaddafi is dead, Andy. <laughs> he's dead, isn't he? He must be dead. <laughs> we're all sure. celebrating he must be dead. All right, yeah, I'm not sure he's... I mean, he's dead inside, John, but I mean, I mean that's been the case for oh, a that's long right. time. Yeah, it's uh, just been... Gaddafi's dead inside. <laughs> we killed him. Yeah, we think... killed something deep inside him. <laughs> the ho- hope for the future. We killed him! <laughs> Yeah, there's been a $1 million bounty put on uh, Gaddafi's heads, uh, dead or alive, uh, preferably for the sake of legal convenience. I imagine NATO is preferring A, dead, rather than B, alive. But Mm -hmm. um, please, Buglis, if you do find Gaddafi, do not be tempted to keep him. Uh, He has a limited resale value, and if he is on eBay, if if you find Gaddafi and put him on eBay, we cannot be held responsible for me bidding for him. But, uh, you know, I mean, that would be a nice thing to have in your house. A little... What, a Gaddafi? Yeah. Just ornamental Gaddafi. I mean, I mean the best kind of Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. Or you could ornament. kind of uh, embed him in your front door and use him as a doorbell. Yeah, that'd be good. What, just like... You just pun- pu- punch him on the nose. Well, you just poke him. Squeak. Poke him in the eye. Ah! Yeah. Ah! Oh, that's ah. Door. Oh, oh. <laughs> what, what kind of what time is much, this? Does he eat or not, Gaddafi? Uh, I, I don't think so. He doesn't look like the kind of guy. I mean, he's such a monster, isn't he? You know, yeah. Probably. He doesn't really eat. Just osmosis. But he's been uh, he's been up to his old tricks, Andy. Uh, uh, during a broadcast on a local TV station, he pledged martyrdom or victory. What a game show! <laughs> <laughs> that is what television needs. Ah, too much of these little lame-ass quiz shows. <laughs> yeah, talent shows. Let's have something with something real on the line. <laughs> Let's see how much people really want to be celebrities. And martyrdom is pretty much your still your 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 grade A way to celebrity. It's I mean, a win-win. It worked for Jesus, didn't it? Yeah, that's why it's a feel-good game show. I mean, that you arguably Jesus's whole public profile was based on him being mar- a good martyr rather than mm-hmm. a good. Magician and raconteur. Uh-huh. That's what he'd previously done. Ma- well, hold on, magician and raconteur, yeah, Andy. Yeah, that's, that's basically, basically without the spin and the PR. So speaks just, a murderer. Just strip away, strip away the layers, John. <laughs> but in, uh, he was also claiming uh, on a local TV station this week uh, that he was still in the capital Tripoli. He said, I've been out a bit in Tripoli discreetly without being seen by people, and I did not feel that Tripoli was in danger. Every part of that sentence is untrue, I <laughs> Every single part. I've been out a bit in Tripoli discreetly. No. <laughs> without being seen by people. Incorrect. I did not feel Tripoli was in danger. If that's true, he's f***ing mad. It's what, or he hasn't been watching the news. Yeah, so, and he should probably, I guess, in his line of work, he needs to keep abreast of the news, you know, because I mean, it, people clearly seem quite angry with his leadership 
And if he's just blanking out the fact that his own compound is being raised to the ground, <laughs> he needs to get on top of that. But is it not possible as well, uh, as a man in his position, that he might be able to walk around the streets of Tripoli right now? Because no one would believe yeah. he had the bare-faced balls to walk about. You just think, oh, that man looks amazing amount like Colonel Gaddafi. Yeah. Obviously, it can't be a Colonel be. Gaddafi impersonator. Yeah. A good one. There he yeah. is, shopping for bread. Yeah. Doesn't seem concerned by anything. No, we, we love bread, Gaddafi. Yeah, he did. He was all about the bread. Uh. Two baguettes every morning. He couldn't function without two baguettes. Oh, that's a lot of... <laughs> that's a lot of bread, Andy. It would slow him down. Well, I know, and that's, I think, why he gradually lost his grip on power. Due to a bad diet. But uh, they found some amazing things. As, as always, there is absolutely one thing that a despot will give you, and it's arguably worth enduring the four decades of pain and persecution to get there. But you know when a despot is overthrown, you're going to find some crazy shit in his house. <laughs> and amongst various bits of crazy shit, perhaps the craziest that has been found so far in the Gaddafi compound is a photo album stocked to the brim with pictures of Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> Crazy, Andy. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy in a Patsy Cline kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but apparently, uh, he said some amazing things. I mean, we've all been there, let's be honest. Yeah. Let he who does not have a secret stash of Condoleezza Rice photos mm -hmm. cast the first stone. I have a, a sequence of Condoleezza Rice photos tattooed on my stomach. Well, yeah, but I mean, that was more to get your green card than anything else, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I said I'd do whatever it took, Andy. <laughs> I didn't leave anything on the field. Yeah, I mean, she looks great on a moped, to be fair. Yeah, well, I, say, I didn't say how I was going to picture her. I just said she was going to be on there. Yeah, and that car wash one. Wow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but um, he said some amazing things about Condoleezza Rice in the past. In uh, 2007, speaking to Al Jazeera. He was going on about his fondness for Condoleezza Rice. And uh, he says, I support my darling black African woman. Now, as chat-up lines go, John, uh -huh. I don't know how effective that was going to be with mm -hmm. Condoleezza. But she's not really renowned for putting out, is she? No. <laughs> if anything... Over the years. If anything, the opposite, Andy. <laughs> she's waiting for Mr Right to come along. <laughs> <laughs> Mr Extreme Right. <laughs> Boom! Oh! <laughs> I still got it, Andy. Still got it. Even on this side of the Atlantic. Hold on. I never had it, but I now found it. I've got it. Rice apparently responded to the I support my darling black African woman chat up line by saying, I'm a former professor of political science from Stanford University, a graduate of the universities of Denver and Notre Dame and the Joseph Corbell Institute of International Studies. Gaddafi replied, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rice, look, I have a distinguished career in top-level politics. I think I need more respect than this. Gaddafi, bring it to me, baby. Rice, I'm also a highly accomplished pianist to almost professional level. Gaddafi, is this supposed to be putting me off? Roll me home, sugar chunk. Rice. Rice. I don't really go for despots, just not, you know, just not my kind of guy. Gaddafi. Don't knock it till you've tried it, sweet cheeks. Rice, I just don't really want to get tied down in a relationship right now at this stage of my life. It's just not the right thing for me. Gaddafi, relationship. It was more the tying down I was thinking about. Oh. Hootie and the honey hips. <laughs> Rice, look, I'm really, really busy with stuff, Gaddafi. 
Only you <laughs> can make this world seem right. Only you. <laughs> so I never quite came off, but mm. yeah, give it time. It's a, it's a uh, slow burner, isn't it? I'm checking updates, Andy, on whether uh, he's still alive or dead. Uh, still alive at the moment. I mean, this is a minute-by-minute minute issue now. Uh, the Red Cross have just released a statement urging all sides to respect the rules of war. Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with that. Well done, Red Cross. Is that? I hope that's not the main plan of the Red Cross, Andy. Yeah. It's the equivalent of standing between two men as a drunk lady and screaming, leave him, Darren, he's not worth it. <laughs> I want a good clean fight. Right, touch gloves. Where <laughs> we go? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, what? Is that the technical rules of war or the unwritten rules of war? I don't know. I don't know. Again, they need to be more specific or yeah. Sun Tzu's art of war. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's... Well, urge all sides to respect the art of war. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's been, it's, it's a kind of weird war to watch on the telly. That uh, people just wearing T-shirts and shorts firing massive machine guns. Yeah, into the air. Yeah, into, well, it's grouse shooting season in Libya. Right. It? It's a bit earlier than it is here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's understandable. They found some other things, John. Uh, Italy's Corriere della Sera newspaper uh, reported that um, they found a unique electric car from the Milanese car manufacturer Castagna. Uh, whose brief from Gaddafi was to create an electric car with a cream interior and a green shell in the shape of a Fiat 500. <laughs> what kind of half-arsed dictator are you, Gaddafi? That's sad. An electric Fiat 500? That's sad. Have some balls, man. Ugh. You can have a tank. I mean, you've probably already got a tank, but... You cannot... You can, as a dictator, you cannot drive a Fiat 500. Yeah. That could be where his whole regime started crumbling. Yeah, that's taken the thrill of the chase out of this for me, to be honest. <laughs> well, that was the top story from August 2011. Thank you for listening. Now do pop over to The Mothership and listen to the top story plus everything else that's going on in the world right now at thebuglepodcast.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.